0: Podcast of the Galactic Heroes. Uh, I guess still we're not changing the name. We're not changing the name. <laughs> too late. It's, too late, it's yeah. perfect as it is. Too late. Too late. It's that now. Remember when we did Legend of the Galactic here Anyway, <laughs> <It> was like <laughs> <eight> years ago. <laughs> oh, good lord. Yeah. Um, so we're doing episode seven, eight, and nine of Ghost in the Shell. And uh, yeah, let's get right to it because uh, we have. Two episodes that are uh, very good, and then one episode that uh, is divisive, and is a (laughs) bit of a lore dump.
1: (laughs) One episode that Ty doesn't like.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, I will say, divisive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be honest, I had to take notes on it, and it sucked, so...
3: yeah we'll, we'll get to it if it but let's first talk about these other episodes uh episode seven here we see the major walking through an airport hallway and we hear a radio voiceover talking about this guy named Marcelo jarty he's some uh democratic revolutionary from some south uh, american country he's apparently Che he was... fidel yes yeah he's super like Che. yeah whatever <laughs> uh, yeah apparently he was assassinated last night in some gun battle and like this is crazy because everybody thought he was a hero of the revolution and all that uh we have the major uh talking in a voiceover the guy was like a revolutionary later and a hero and a guerrilla fighter and all that cool stuff and he didn't really get into politics but he stayed behind the scenes and helped this country get win you know freedom for itself or something it doesn't really matter he's, he's a though. hero
1: and like you know hero kind of a people. mystical figure basically
3: yeah apparently like the delta force tried assassinating him five times and he never it never stuck again uh, anyway
1: che fidel
3: <laughs> yeah uh we see a plane landing and uh, the major standing next to some other like section 9 tech guy with this like weird VR thing on his forehead but the VR guy is watching um, a man exit from this airplane um he starts making notes like oh this man walks like he has two artificial legs he's also touching his arm which is cybernetic and you know that's you know ghost or what do they call it it's a phantom, phantom limb pains. yeah phantom Limp syndrome yeah he's
0: like he's like phantom pains or something that only people with ghosts or you know you know, but that people. Basically, yeah. like, it's, not a, it's This not a dude robot. is
1: definitely the guy. You Real, ninety-nine yeah. yeah. percent certain. This is the guy.
3: Yeah. So the major's like, well, why is he coming in Japan? That's weird that he would show up from South America to come here. Uh, we get the episode title. It's called Idolator. So, sure, it's the next uh, next idol game I kind of coming out. Idolator. next to Gear game <laughs> yeah. about idols.
0: Yeah. yeah. Guilty Gear Idolator. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead
3: ram lethal in a fucking little skirt anyway i um, am
0: lethal <laughs> you do it too there's two of you now go ahead keep
3: going <laughs> we uh cut to the chief's office uh they're watching tv reports of saying that uh jardi is still alive that's weird they've said he was dead
1: he's fine uh, Bata- he's great
3: yeah bottom wonders if the guy here is a lookalike um togasov right now apparently is tailing him to the hotel or whatever uh, Jardy has come to Japan like twelve times in the last couple of years, and uh, Foreign Affairs Section One doesn't know what the hell he's doing in the country, so they asked Section Nine to help figure this out.
1: So yeah, like completely illicitly, just chilling in the in your country—it kind of raises some questions. Did did they give him visa
3: status? I, I mean, <laughs> I don't. He seemed to, like he came in on this giant, like seven forty-seven looking aircraft, so it's not like he's he here came on vacation. In, you know, yeah, it's probably you know.
2: like. A- tourist thing you can just come in whatever
1: here for business or pleasure he says pleasure and then wiggles his eyeballs a bunch <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah so bacho's like well you think it maybe has something to do with like the drug business that they run to fund their you know stuff or whatever but the chief says that that's unlikely because most of the drugs in japan the are virtual.
0: it's such a good reason <laughs> it's just like yo you think he's shipping regular drugs and immediately just Nah, well, they only do cyber drugs in Japan. We
1: have cyber <laughs> like, cocaine. Uh, we ain't, we don't need regular cocaine. Yeah. I just
0: love the idea of like, oh no,
3: they only do they only do cyber drugs. Yeah, why well, have
0: to go get powder
3: when you can just you know <laughs> double click on cocaine.exe and just have a you would download
0: here. a cocaine. You bet your ass, I would. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
3: also, it doesn't make sense. They they point out why would this head hero dude actually like you know drug mule shit into the country? That's stupid. You it's know, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, so, Togusa is reporting in that Jardy has checked in at this hotel. Um, Boma's there too, and he's like, I checked the. Uh, he said that he checked the guest list and said Registrar. that no one fits in the description. Yeah. And uh, Jardy apparently got off at some VIP floor upstairs. So, um, as Togas is talking about this, he spots this other car, and this guy pulls out. He'll show up later. It's just kind of no-tier.
1: Very clearly uh, Yakuza.
3: Yeah, he has Yakuza written all over him. Uh, Batra does a jump out of jumps out of a helicopter in a tachikoma that looks really cool, but serves no real purpose.
1: They do that a bunch in these episodes. Bato and Baby Tank working together. Yeah,
3: yeah it's a good bring that up because the next couple episodes, like, he does just kind of buddy up with these tanks just yes. to hang out with them because he likes doing that, I guess.
1: Good cop, baby cop. I, I would, I would hang out with these babies
2: all day. He, They're amazing.
0: He likes... He likes lifting weights for no discernible reason and hanging out with little tank robots. And that's awesome. (laughs) Good for Bato. Good for
2: him.
3: Yeah, so Bato's fine inside and he has like this kind of like heat vision thing going through the wall. And he says that like Jardy has company there. Uh, The major notes that there is like a maid robot delivering room service. So she hacks into that. And uh, we see as she's doing this, there's a guy outside the main door reading a book. Uh, inside, the Major, looking through the Maid Robot, sees uh, his guest, and it's a guy named Gondo, who is the Bob <laughs> Boss, the guy from earlier. I,
0: I also... <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is when it happened. She was doing, like, a scan of people in the room, and there was, like, text on the side that was describing parts of the scan. And over Gondo, it just said bad face <laughs> like, I was like damn man that sucks to get the qualifier of bad face in the fucking cop database that's, like, a, bad face. that's a real bummer <laughs> that, that's factual that's, that's a that real
2: is. shit face right there damn
0: man shit sucks
3: <laughs> you're running through those like image identifier neural nets and that's when it just comes up as bad face
1: <laughs> oh oh sorry
3: yeah, so this Ganda dude apparently is like the yakuza guy in the area who pushes around cyber drugs and controls the distribution. Controls distribution for cyber drugs. I don't know how that works, but we'll go with it. Sure. Um, he keeps all the
1: USBs of... on him.
3: <laughs> he has the dongle, <laughs> the licensing dongles he got to put in. Yes. <laughs> God. Um, anyway, while they're scoping out these two guys chatting with each other, a bunch of other like cops like show up and not not planned at all. And they start, like, yelling, saying, like, we know Gondo's in there. He has to come out for us now.
1: They start and doing the, cop shit.
3: Yeah. The guy that was reading the book next to them, like, kind of, like, puts his book away and walks up to the cops. And this guy is, like, 8'5". He's gigantic. Yeah, And he just takes one look at one of these cops and just, like, full decks him in the face, knocking the guy back, like, 30 feet. The guy's super dead. Like, his Crushes head just... His like, skull, yeah.
1: like, both with his fist and Against then the wall. wall of the hotel. He-
3: Yeah, they spent some time animating this. He got
0: whiplash, and then just, yeah, the back of his skull was just gone. (laughs) And
3: there was only a red stain. Not great. Not great. Yeah, so then he pulls out a machine gun and starts firing at the cops, so there's a whole shootout going out now. Um at the same time, Chief Aramaki figures out that like, oh, these are just like cops from a local narcotics bus. They didn't know that Jardy was there and they're after Gondo specifically. So he tells the major like, listen, you got to let Jardy get away, or this is going to cause like a national stink.
1: Yeah. So um,
3: Gondo and Jardy uh, start escaping. Um, they actually, tell, it's funny. They tell like these, I don't know what they call like escort robots that they were with. Yeah, um, they, like, they're escort you- bots. Yeah, it's like listen, you got to stop the police. So of course the major jumps out of the helicopter and breaks through the window, and then there's these two like leather-bound escorts sitting there, and they have this like kung fu fight. It's really silly, but um,
1: all of these fights are just so gratuitous. <laughs> like it's kind of amazing.
3: Yeah, you could tell there was like most of the people on the team was, like, we got to have this serious like political cop drama thing going on. There's also that one guy was like, I just want to draw people doing kung fu, and like <laughs> that's that guy just having fun this episode because they do it in the third one as well. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, so uh, Jardi and Gondo escape, and they drive out. Uh, Togastar starts tailing them. Uh, the chief starts looking at, like, highway footage and trying to figure out, like, you know, when Jardy was in the country last, where did he go? And so apparently they can just pull five years of records on that. I don't know what kind of query they're doing in SQL for it, but...
1: They do some, like, really deep-state hacking shit in these episodes.
3: Yeah, like, it should be noted that, like, the chief actually isn't doing the work. He's telling his, like, robot assistants, which there are a dozen of, to do the yeah. work for him. But, um... Yeah, we watch as Jardy drives his car off the exit and Tokusa follows. Uh, they apparently swap cars there. There's a brief shootout and they get away from Tokusa because he's kind of lost track of them. He's,
1: he's stuck in meat space. The yeah. fool. Basically, he, um,
0: he like pulled into a gas station after they did and like went over to investigate the car they were in because the doors were open. Like Pulls his gun on it. And then they drive by in the new car and go, gotcha, dumbass, and start trying to shoot him with a machine gun, and he Stupid dives behind the car. It's yeah. pretty dramatic, yeah. <laughs> so they clearly don't want him around. They're really not interested in being tailed today. Thank you. Weird.
3: <laughs> yeah, so the chief gets the report that apparently Jardy always visited this like roadside rest shop that they're by. And that Gondo apparently has a warehouse nearby. And it's weird because that warehouse has spikes in power whenever Jardi's in the country. That's suspicious.
1: Yeah, imagine if the local AWS warehouse suddenly tripled its carbon footprint, like, for a week of the year, every time Jeff Bezos showed up.
3: <laughs> That's because they have to shave his head again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, of course, everybody, like, um, goes and scrambles and they go over to the warehouse. Um the major sees that like Jardi and Gondo are there, and they walk inside. So the crew, which consists of like Togusa, Bato, the major, and they say that they say that Boma's there, but like he never shows up in the rest of the episode. So that's, I don't know. So yeah, they sneak into this warehouse. Um, there's a fantastic and one of my favorite scenes in this entire yes. series. Of Gondo <laughs> is in the men's restroom taking a piss out of urinal. He's like, oh my god, we're so fucked. We're so fucked. And then, like, in front of him, there's, like, a sliding window, and it just slides open, and Bacha's there, and he grins at him and pulls him while he's pissing through the
1: window. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. The look yeah, at it's his a... face is so funny. He then grabs yep. him by the head, by the way. Yeah.
3: That's a, a very rude way to interrupt someone while they're pissing, because, like, your dick's still gonna be out. It's gonna get, like, caught coming through that window.
1: Is,
2: is there a non-rude way to interrupt someone <laughs> while pissing?
3: You say...
0: Hello. Put your dick away, and then you grab them through the <laughs>
1: right, window. Right. Hey, <laughs> when you finish up, job? I'm gonna.
3: <laughs> I'll give you the common courtesy here.
1: Does this count as defenestration?
2: <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Mm. You don't. Get, if you interrupt him, you're rude. So you know you gotta let him finish but first. You're not
1: going. <laughs> Does it count as going
0: through a window if the window's open? Because then you're just kind of going through a window frame, right? Right, that's, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Yeah. I think yeah. the glass is part of the defenestration process. I think if there's no glass, or like, now what if there's a screen mm-hmm. over it and mm-hmm. the window is Something open, but you do go through, you the through the
3: screen?
0: Okay, has to so break. the screen breaking would be defenestration. Correct. We okay. agree. Yeah. But if it's open and there's no screen, then and you're you just going go through clean though. through. Even
1: yeah. if you bap your dick on the bottom. <laughs> what if, yeah, what if you hit your dick? On the way Does that through? count? I mean
2: he
0: definitely
1: did. Right? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah.
0: For you sure. did break the dick.
3: <laughs> so um we see like some shots of Togusa and the Major and Bato like sneaking around this warehouse. And then like each of them like happens to find um like Jardy just like walking through hallways and stuff. The scene is really
1: like, well shot because you can immediately tell something's fucky, but like it's yes. Really, really weird about it because you don't really get a clear look at him.
3: Yeah. So, like, Toga sells, like, oh, I found Jardi, and you see him walk into a hallway. And then you see, like, a reverse shot of the major also seeing him walk through Harvey, like, okay, on the Kona three, we'll go in. And then Bacho says something, but, like, he can't really hear him because, like, I guess the comms have been jammed for whatever reason in this area. Yep. And so, like, they go to move on him, but it becomes immediately obvious through the editing that they're walking in on two different people. Like, uh, Togusa even makes like a mention, like, where are you major? When he like goes and pulls the guy up.
0: Yep. And like one has sunglasses on and like a hat. The other one is just kind of chilling. Yeah. Like it doesn't have anything on. Like, yeah. As soon as the fights start, you're kind of like, Oh, these are two entirely different people. Oh no. Yep. Yeah. Oh no.
3: So like Togusa pulls the gun on the jar, his Jarty. uh, his Jarty tries to shoot him. So he shoots My the guy Jardy. back. <laughs> My Um The Major gets into a fist fight with one of the Jarties, beats that guy up, and then gets like ambushed by a second one that almost chokes her out. But she uh, instead gets out of that and punches him.
1: Yeah, like she uh, breaks does the, flip the back off the of wall. his skull.
3: Yeah. And then Bato like, calls over the comms like, Why, what are you guys talking about? I mean, he's right here. And we zoom out on Bato. He's just holding a gun on a guy sitting down on like a chair. Another Jardy. So... The major thinks this is like super weird. Why? Why is this happening? So she continues investigating around the warehouse and finds out that the uh, there's a clone tank. Basically, this guy has been cloning and putting his ghost into a bunch of like cyborg versions of himself and being dubbed. And like you can kind of see the original old Jardy, like super dead, just sitting in a machine.
0: Yeah. Don't they call it a like a ghost dubbing
1: device? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. Oh yeah, you got it in your notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this is weird, because we don't really know much about this at this point in the series, yeah. but, uh, yeah, but turns out he's been cloning and re-replicating. Like soul
0: cloning, yeah. And also, they've been coming back to make sure their memories stay synced, because it needs to pretend to be one person.
3: Yeah, so uh, we cut to the airport, and we see Jardy walking through it, and uh, we see that same tech dude from the beginning giving the same kind of spiel about this guy being the true, 100% real Jarty. Um, Major and the Bato are up on the roof and um, he's questioning, It's like the chief is keeping this a secret from the authorities is that such a great idea? And she says like, well if this came out this would be a huge global scandal and everything and uh, she brings us up to date That says the real Jardi died ages ago but the mob was probably afraid of like his fr- friends getting pissed at him dying so they just yeah, kept making clones
1: The Yakuza basically accidentally killed this dude when he was visiting them at one point and We have ended up in one of the most extended and successful weekend at Bernie schemes ever devised. (laughs) Run by the mafia. Yeah, that's the least fully what
0: Was it it they they killed him while they were replicating him? That's what I thought it was. Because they they, like mentioned he took he took 3 clonings before dying or something cuz like uh, Bato refers to him as like he's like yeah I got cloned 3 times before dying what a real stud Which,
3: like, <laughs> what
0: wait is the do
3: you normally die when you get cloned
0: Bato explain <laughs> Context,
3: please. Maybe maybe it's like la- lossy dubbing. Like you take a VHS and you copy mm-hmm, the VHS mm-hmm. multiple times, you start losing things. Maybe it's like right. that.
0: I think that's I think that's what they mean, yeah. So like he was able to create three generations of clones before they started falling apart? Yeah. I don't know.
1: It's, it's, it's not just, really clear whether this was like just a total accident or if they had some weird shit going on. But I choose to believe that they accidentally threw a brick at his head and have now <laughs> just been... Keeping up the charade for, for years now And this is kind of why they've been not been able to kill this guy Because it turns out there's actually well, like
2: I guess technically they have been killing this guy Just not True. all of
1: them. Yeah.
0: The good news is If you play Ska nearby He immediately starts skanking So that's really helped their cover <laughs> that's that's tell. Tell.
3: <laughs> I mean it works for the mafia They're still getting paid for this, right? Yeah well, Presumably um, so, yeah, Bato asks, like, why all the trouble of coming here? And the Major's like, well, he's the people's hero. He still needs to be a revolutionary symbol. And she says something the effect of, like, she would take a puppet that keeps the dream alive over a fake hero any day of the week.
1: It'd be so. kind of sad if the last note on, on his history book is that, yeah, he died in Yakuza care. And then they cloned him for five years.
3: <laughs> it's an interesting concept they bring up in this episode. I don't really think they ever explore it again, the idea of ghost dubbing or cloning but um Mm -hmm. i like it it's kind of fun episode i I love the concept of of just
0: immort yeah immortality via like soul replication of you know kind of that kind of concept like translating the soul to data and copying it over always weird whenever it shows up especially when they try and do it with technology like they drew there was a lot of tubes on that shit That's i don't whole, know if you saw a whole lot of tubes there's like a lot of tubes there's also like there's a, a huge cradle on
3: his like head where apparently they were stealing his brain memory thing i don't know <laughs> as you do <laughs> It's weird because like they'll show later on in the series like the inside of some of these cyborgs and like the brain is encased in these like metal shells that have like a whole bunch of sensors and stuff on them that go inside you know the actual yeah, I mean, android body. Yeah, we saw body. the
0: brain case in in the episode yeah. where uh, there was the yeah. whole brain swap of the ambassador. Yeah, so like we have seen that like the tech is that deep. Yeah, yeah
3: So I'm wondering like was Jardy ever did he ever have the cybernetic body implant or was he like mostly human that had to like pull his memories out through other means that weren't a safe or something?
1: It's uh, very sorry. possible. I love when episodes leave that kind of shit open, though.
3: Yeah. And um, it's one of the mm-hmm. good things I like about the series world Building wise because they have, especially in these standalone episodes, they'll just throw out an idea, and they'll just leave it there, and, like, this is something that happens in the world, maybe, so... Allow
1: you to mull over. I love uh, that kind of shit. Or,
3: like,
0: the characters never find the answer, so you, the viewer, also do not find the answer, <laughs> yep. unless you think
1: about it, yeah. Consider. Um, speaking of considering, episode eight, another standalone called Missing Hearts. <clears throat> so... We open uh, in a hospital hall with a nurse pushing a gurney. There's a small girl alone in a room with a big teddy bear, and she, like, waves at the nurse. She's very, very small, like five or six years old. Uh, She's drawing someone with red hair in that very kindergarten-y drawing style. Um,
3: This is all just very cute girl doing cute girl shit.
1: Yes, very, very, very cutesy. You can tell that this girl is the most innocent girl who has ever girled. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Major shows up and surprises the nurse, who is familiar with her and this is actually a, called her the, in.
3: Yeah, the nurse, this is the lady from, uh, that was in the Major's bed when she was doing the cyber diving a couple episodes back. Ah, The okay. Major's girlfriend.
1: Yep. Forgot ah. her name.
3: She has a name, but...
1: <laughs> swear she has a name. Yeah. Um, I don't know it because it's not in any of my notes. So she's going to be nurse from now on. Uh, she says that the girl, that the small little girl got a heart transplant, uh, last month and the donor was a boy that the nurse is also caring for kind of coincidentally. Um, he's getting new cybernetic, cybernetic prosthetics. Wow. That's a mouthful and needed an artificial heart so that he could handle them. Upgrade your heart Ram today. Um, Dick <laughs> however, his parents never agreed to donate his heart.
2: And they're they're even getting, like, the police involved and stuff. Because, like, the major's like, well, it could just be lying. Like, people do that shit. But they're like, no, no, the parents are, like, kind of pissed. His heart got taken.
1: They went to the cops. And when the detective or when the police started to investigate it, the detective on the case got hospitalized. So, uh, yeah, there might actually be something to all this. Um, so the nurse is like, well, the cops can't do it. So do you think you guys could? Um, and she talks about how the little girl would have had would have needed a prosthetic body if she hadn't gotten this heart transplant. And it would have been at a very, very young age. And, oh God, that would be awful. Just the worst possible thing for any human being to grow up with. Um, well,
3: she says this like... Two things are funny. First, she says, like, I don't know what you do, Major, but would this fall under your jurisdiction? Like, this is her girlfriend, and apparently she just doesn't know she does not work. But I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, true. Well, <laughs> oh,
2: she's, like, section nine, top secret true, terrorist yeah. uh, foilers, I
1: guess. Yeah, but You're, you're also, like, a double detective, right?
3: <laughs> super detective. But, yeah, she also says also, she's absolutely knowing the Major's backstory here about... Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, 100%, knowing the Major was, like, yeah, had a full cybernetic conversion at the age of, like, six.
2: Oh, <laughs> she's like, doing it. Oh, she i so like, oh, I'm pushing at your heartstrings, Major. You're, you want to help this, like, six-year-old, right? Because you know what it would be like.
1: <laughs> Major's even, like, how old is this girl? And she's, like, six. Major's, <laughs> like, ah! <"Ugh." laughs> <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to Togusa in the car. Uh, The major comes back and says, well, we don't really have much, but that's what we got. Uh, Chief says they should go to Meditech, which is the company that sourced the organ, and, you know, figure out what the fuck. Uh, He thinks it might be related to the mass kidnappings happening in rural areas, which... Ooh, that's a nice little plot spice to sprinkle in there.
3: Yeah, so I have to say funny thing about this line. Like, yeah, the whole idea is the chief said that this may be related to some mafia people kidnapping people and selling their organs. That's like the whole backstory thing. Um, back when this came out, I watched this when it was being aired and uh, the dubbing, there's different dubbing groups, obviously, or subbing mm-hmm. groups. The subtitle is sub wise and um there was a funny meme back in like 2005 or whatever when this came out because somebody subbed this like badly machine translated into mass naked child events. <laughs> oh no! And so yeah, um, <laughs> this is the Wait, scene. Is that where it. that's from? Yes.
1: Oh good lord! My god. Yeah,
3: and as you can see now, having watched an actual you know official dub of it, it has nothing to do with mass naked child events. So you can see why uh, some fan people watching the fan <laughs> subs would be very confused here.
1: It's a nice duang for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jesus um, so we cut to some pigs with barcodes on their side like it's it's inside of a an office building but there's a pen of pigs that are quite fat and with barcodes Please
3: you. Oh,
1: <laughs> um and someone also pushing a cart with a bunch of organs on it in it so this is this is clearly the organ company meditech it, uh, it's,
3: the organs are in like sterile containers, not just yes. like on the cart. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just a pile of hearts, giblets flying around.
3: I want some barbecue? Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Well, speaking of, uh, Togusa <laughs> oh and the Major God. meet the CEO of Meditech where they, they do this cute fake out where there's a guy walking up to them with like a weird box robot. And this is, you know, basically like waist height, square cube with arms and legs. Um, like and- very
0: much like a little helper robot that you like. Like imagine if instead of a wheel, claptrap just had legs. Yes, it's just it's that. It's, it's like a
1: <laughs> oh like God. a little claptrap
0: guy. And uh, yeah, the butler's like. Oh, uh, allow me to introduce, you know, you and welcome you to the company or whatever. And he's like, Oh, thank you. You know, they both just respond with like, Oh, thank, thank you for the introduction. He's like, Oh no, sorry. You must have mistaken. Uh, this is the CEO and gestures at the box robot. And course. the
1: box robot is like, howdy.
3: He has the oh best fake Texas accent. It's so fantastic.
2: It's amazing. I, I loved it. And of course, it's like a standard. They, they mention the type of accent of the Japanese accent. Kansai. Did. Yes. And that usually gets translated as uh, a southern accent.
1: Especially in the early 2000s. Like, that was just the go-to that they always did for a Kansai accent. Um. So he confirms that they did deliver that heart, but Also says that the company doesn't really do, like, shipping. They don't FedEx the organs. So it's a little weird that you have a FedEx delivery slip that says Meditech on it.
3: Organs are pickup only.
1: (laughs) But then he's like, ah, but it's probably fine. We do all sorts of shit here. I'm a box man.
3: I also must uh, state at this point that the voice actor had the line, Mi casa es su casa. (laughs) Yes, but
1: from a Texas accent saying it exactly like you think they would. (laughs)
3: It's so good. It's
0: so good. Where did you get this accent? Where did he learn this from? It's amazing. Yeah, the
3: major even says something to the effect of, "Like, I wonder if he's just like making up that accent to fuck well, with us." She
0: says, "She's like, she's like, it's clearly a put on." It's just like, why?
1: but then where did he pick it up? From? Right. <laughs> so, so the way that this company works is that you give a sample of your DNA. They put it in a pig so that they can grow hearts and livers and stuff and then like either sell them to other people or sell them back to you. And they're like, is is there money in that? And he's like, shit, dog. Yes, there is. Uh, If you want, you could always get into the company. You could give me your organs or your money, which I thought was pretty good.
3: He uh, tries to give, like, uh the whole elevator pitch while they're riding in an elevator about <laughs> yes. how he should take out an insurance plan, you know, so he could have a yeah. spare heart lying around. And, and the thing
0: that's amazing, he's just like, just give me a little bit of your DNA. It's okay. And the thing is, like, if you don't need it, then before it expires, we'll just, you know, we got a list of buyers. We'll just sell it to it, which, like... Honestly, seems like it's generally like for the greater good, but also like the way Super he scummy. The, the way he his says accents, it makes it sound like it's like
3: a, a yeah. manager special for hearts or something <laughs> yes. like this. Heart's gonna go bad <laughs> in a like, year. We gotta get rid of it. <laughs>
2: it's, he it's like a like
0: used car salesman. Yeah, you know, he's
2: trying to upsell to major who's just like, no, I'm completely. <laughs> I'm stubborn, literally
1: I, a I, cyborg.
2: Talk talk to the guy over there. He's the one that's a human. <laughs>
1: It's
3: also interesting, like this whole like minor kind of thing for this episode could bring up a huge ethical discussion about the growing yes. and harvesting of organs, but oh, yeah. the show never really goes into the ethics wise of that part of it.
1: No, well, it's just a business at this point because that's yeah. how fucked up this world is. But I mean,
3: I mean, do we want to go into the ethics of it? Because it is probably for the better of humanity to have spare parts like this. But
1: it's good to have them, and that they're. Uh, being I mean, grown ethically, allegedly,
2: uh, they,
3: they but. grow ears on rats. That's a thing. That yeah. is true. They do true. skin grafts off of like uh, pigs and stuff now.
2: Yep. So
0: uh, pigs will eat you if you lie on the ground too long. They sure true. will. Just want to put just want to put that on the table. They do deserve. we like it. In, the, in the defense of pigs. I would like to give on the offense towards <laughs> pigs. <laughs> fuck, fuck pigs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, to be fair, humans would eat pigs if they lay around on the ground too long. So feel it's only yeah.
1: Turnabout is fair play. (laughs) 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 So uh, Major and Togusa basically get dumped off in an archive with like, you know, access to the safe files that this company is willing to show them. Um, And that's where they talk about how fake his accent clearly is. Um, Boma and Ishikawa show up and say like, oh, yeah, we don't need any of this stuff. We already hacked into their files and uh, there's some weird inconsistencies in their finance spreadsheets um it, it is pretty funny how it's like the company's like yeah go ahead and take everything and ishikawa's just like yeah they didn't update their ssl certs so i just took all of their data i do that they like didn't the they
3: show of like the company's records that like the cursor was the little like ceo robot buddy mm. and, like the password field with little pig icons instead of dots
1: yes there's and a there lot su- of good versions of like windows but with weird touches in it in this show
3: I could totally see like whoever's in charge of their IT fucking around with like the UI for that, as opposed to actually updating the certs and making sure yes. they're not on like And he demanded notes too. The
1: CEO demanded it too. <laughs> yeah. You can make that into me.
0: We need to up, sir. We need to update the servers. Well, will it still get rid of my piggy password? <laughs> yes, sir. We still haven't found a way to update your the new UI to have your piggy password. No dice. <laughs> no upgrade. No update.
2: Look, I'm just a simple southern gentleman, and all I want
1: is a robot avatar.
3: You know his password is just organs equal dollar sign.
1: Yes, for sure. (laughs) So uh, That's basically a dead end for Major and Togasa. They go to the hospital to visit the detective that was uh, the cop who got hospitalized. And, uh, as they're walking in, two dudes extremely suspiciously push a gurney out of it, and as soon as they see them, they fucking bolt. Um, they rush into the room, but it, he's got, like, the spit coming out of his mouth, so they, they clearly, uh, manage to erase a bunch of his memories. Uh, Togusa gives chase and manages to shoot a tracer at the car, which they basically take as him shooting an actual gun at them, this... This will basically be important later.
3: Yeah, that's Togus' one I do one like move. that the way he
0: loads it is his gun already has five bullets in it, but there's one empty chamber, and he slams it open, puts it in there, and rolls it in, and I'm like, you're quite confident in which one you have lined up.
1: I respect I that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to this be is fair, like t- given how, what this car gets later in the episode, it's probably fine if he shoots yeah, the wrong yeah. thing.
3: This is Togus' says one thing. He likes that gun of his, and he's also good at shooting that gun of his. So.
1: Mm-hmm. You did see him practicing in the field at episode one. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the car, the criminals talk about how they got the detec- the detectives memory. But like, who the hell was that? They were that dude shot at us with a gun. What the fuck? So yeah, they're, they they're the clearly mafia. pretty shaken about this. And they're definitely not the organ mafia because this is a little too. Uh, they're amateur. green
2: as hell. Yeah. Yes.
1: They sound like college
0: kids doing a crime. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because they're college kids doing a crime. Doing a crime, yeah.
1: (laughs) So Major does some sweet illegal hacking that Togus is like, yo, isn't that like super illegal? And she's like, I think that because we're cops, we can get away with this.
2: She's (laughs) correct.
1: She shuts down all the other cars in the area and basically like tracks down the car itself and the ID on the owner. Turns out it's owned by like a med student and they, you know, like, again, clearly not the organ mafia that we thought it might be in the start of it. Um, we cut back to the car. There's a bunch of organs just sitting in the back seat with one of the guys. and they're talking about like, oh man, like we, we just want to give these organs to the poor. Why would anyone want to stop this? Um, Another one says, like, hey, don't worry about it. My dad can get us out of trouble. We're just having a spot of fun selling organs on the black market like this.
3: But they're selling them cheaper, which is more ethical.
1: There you go. That's <laughs> okay if we make a little profit off it, because we're we're Robin Hooding. Um, but another one straight up says, like, I hope the overseas organ mafia isn't after us. The so they're, they're a little the turf. <laughs> it's true. Can't get in the way of that organ Mafia. Uh, at this point, the cell service cuts out and there's a baby tank basically like tracking them as they go through a whole bunch of warehouses on the port. Uh, we get another shot of Bato sitting on top of a crane with a baby tank just hanging from the like line of the crane like a spider. I don't it's know if he poses the them or not. No, that Bato looks like he was
0: had a lunchbox, or actually a lunch yes. pail with him. Yeah, specifically a pail. Like he was just having a nice sandwich, waiting for uh, for lunch <laughs> break to be over. Mm-hmm. And then he got a call. Mm-hmm.
3: The Tachikola I- absolutely put itself up like that. By the way, yeah, for sure. Yeah, too.
2: it was like I like hanging out like a spider. I'm a spider.
1: So they they start jumping across the warehouse roofs, tracking after the. Uh, car and fire a machine gun into the tires to make it crash into a wall.
2: Oh, by the way, Basso is, like, extremely happy that he gets to have some fun for once.
1: Yes. Yeah, the
3: major said, like, yeah. spook him, but don't kill him, I believe were the words. Don't and-
0: kill them, please. <laughs> which
1: he's like, alright, less than lethal, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> let's go gamers. So he, machi- he gets the, the Tachikova to machine gun the tires, which causes it to spin out and slam into the side of the warehouse, the dudes scramble out and start running away. At which point, he pulls the cover off of the baby tank's tank shot, and it <laughs> fires a <laughs> tank shell at them to fucking shell shock them.
3: Yeah, it just like knocks them all out. Like it doesn't blow up a lot of stuff, but it obviously like concusses them.
1: Yeah. So uh, that that's one way to catch a to catch a criminal.
3: Um, Isn't this where Toga such <laughs> shows up and like, oh, guys, overdid it. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. Boss was like, did I do a good job? And Major's like, yeah, you did. So this is like, oh, for fuck's sake, you guys.
1: (laughs) So uh, it turns out that they were basically swapping the organ labels from, like, cybernetic surgeries so that they could illegally sell them. Because, you know, I guess that a human heart that was actually in a human is worth a bit more money than a pig heart that was a human heart that was grown in a pig. I I
3: think the idea here was that, like, these hearts were just going to be destroyed. Like, yeah. like, if you go back to the instance of the kid, like the parents didn't want the heart being transplanted, so right. presumably the heart would be destroyed. we just but throw like, it in the garbage can. Yeah, but they were thinking, like, well, why not give it to someone who needs it and also just make a little cash?
1: <laughs> and also make them pay us for it. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, they realize that there's only two of them here, and uh, the Major's like, oh, I'll go after this last one. She's She's clearly got an edge to her, like this whole episode she has. Um, we cut to the guy who is like kind of squeezing himself between two warehouses to get out, to sneak away and she makes a tachikoma in camo start crushing the walls between these two things to like chase after him and he freaks the fuck out about it
3: yeah the tachikoma is invisible like
0: an invisible monster just pushing walls out because it's too big to fit but has enough power that it's just Able going through that. anyway yeah, so just absolutely just trying to do the scariest thing the major can think of. Yes.
1: <laughs> um he du- he ducks into a door like just before it gets to him and it like bends the door out. So he tries to open it again and realizes that no, that that shit ain't going anywhere. Doors don't do Door's that. Door stuck.
0: <laughs> door stuck. <laughs> door stuck. Thank <I-A-Q. laughs> <laughs> you.
1: So he starts freaking out as the major starts stalking him through this warehouse. He realizes there's no ways out. Um, he's st- And the major's like, you know, I could make big bucks selling your organs on the black market. What if it was your organs up for sale? You wouldn't like that, would you, buddy?
3: It should be noted the major has her sunglasses on here and also has a big fucking knife in her hand.
1: Yes, she pulls out the fucking Bowie knife and just like goes full intimidation mode. Ah, yes, I say goes full scared straight on him in the next set of notes. (laughs) He's like, please, we could work together. Buy me into your business. And she's like, oh, no, nothing we can do except fucking steal all your organs. I think I'm going to start with your good organs. Um, No witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I write in the notes, I'm guessing he pees himself. And then I wrote that before he peed himself. (laughs) Uh At this point, she stabs the pipe over his head and it sprays like just a red goo everywhere. So it's a bit ambiguous if she's stabbing him, but it's, you know... She's, she's just trying to scare the shit out of him because he's doing just a little organ trafficking on the side, and that's that's risky business right yeah, there. Yeah, she got him to
0: repeatedly scream, I'll never do this again, and that was about where she was like,
1: all right, done. <laughs> got it. All right, I'll let the regular police arrest you now. <laughs> How many years
3: in prison do you get for
1: organ trafficking? Because it sounded like it was not a heavy sentence.
2: Yeah, she was like, you'll well, only get slapped on the wrist and told not to do it again. <laughs>
1: gentle organs transplants.
0: Well, especially because... Uh, like, she noted that he was not just blowing smoke when he was saying, like, oh, my dad will fix it. Like, his dad was actually someone very important. Mm-hmm. So, she's like, yeah, he'll definitely get away with it. Like, for sure. He'll get, like, maybe a month or two, you know, probation, whatever. So
1: Consequences are fake for the rich.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, that's why the major, too, was like, Bato, I'm going to go make this kid cry. <laughs> I'm right going to make
1: him pee his pants. <laughs> um. So they're they're getting arrested right now. We cut over to the baby tank, which is still stuck in the alley. And, like, it can't move itself backwards because it pushed a little too hard. So, like, clearly this was a destructive stunt. But you know what? I think it was worth it to teach him a lesson. Who's going to
3: write the report for that? I guess the major has to write, uh, stop these guys from doing organ transplants. Also got tank stuck in the alley. Also Bato blew up half the warehouse for some reason.
1: Tank stuck. Sorry. <laughs> Um, we cut over to the Tachikoma locker, basically, where they all live, and, uh, one of them is playing Go with Togusa. Bato walks in with one of his, with his weight bench and one of the, like, weight training devices, and Togusa's like, yo, Bato, is like, does the Major get like that? She was acting, like, really weird today. Um, and Bato is immediately like, yeah, it's probably because, you know, she... This little girl basically reminded her of herself, and she became a cyborg right around then. That's that's definitely what happened. Um, they talk about how, like, it is cool that these organs are being delivered to people who definitely need them, like this little girl. But that at the same time, it is kind of fucked up that some dingus with a Texas accent can make millions and millions of yen off that kind of shit.
3: Yeah. Again, the ethics... And also... That
0: he wants to be fully cybernetic no matter what, despite you know, everything like not only being fully cybernetic, like being a box robot, yeah. you know, specifically. He wants to be a box, like
1: that's a bit of a weird debate that people could have whether that's you know something mm-hmm. you'd want or not. Um, and Togus is basically like, you know, I wonder what the major actually thinks of that because, of course, it wasn't really her choice to become a full robot. Um, and then the baby the baby tank just suddenly throws down a go piece and says checkmate which togas is like wait that that's not what we were playing i think they were chess playing othello okay.
3: <laughs> what they playing othello i, I don't think actually it was yeah go. it was
1: othello wasn't it yeah because yeah, it had the two-sided pieces um
3: either way it doesn't make sense which is funny
1: right and and then like the the major walks around behind so like she was hacking into the, the baby tank and spying on their conversation about her. So Togus is like, ah, shit. Oh, boy. You have um, no
3: privacy when she's around.
1: Yep. Nope. Bato <laughs> asks, Bato basically diffuses the situation by saying, hey, how come you haven't traded in that female cyber body for a stronger male one like mine? Well, it's like, because this major, like, she, she things
2: was, things was talking shit. Yeah, she was talking shit. He's yeah, like, why are you doing this weightlifting stuff? You have cybernetic limbs. You don't need weightlifting shit. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, well, like, why don't you trade your body for a male one, then?
0: Yeah, well, you be, how about you do the upgrades? And then uh, they start t- t- acting like they're going to get into a fight. And yeah, she uh, she Bato starts watch. getting more and more excited. Yeah, she takes off her watch, and Bato just starts, you know, we dancing We doing this, around, bro? We doing this? Psyched up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One step away from taking his shirt off. <laughs> yes.
1: <or less. laughs> Dude, he would... I bet Bato has had a fantastic shirt rip-off. Like...
3: Oh, he could flex <laughs> that shit off. That man is
1: practiced. <laughs> um, so just as they're about to get into a fight, she basically hacks Bato and makes him punch himself.
3: <laughs> it's very funny. it should be no. This is not like a mean fight or anything. They were just no. Being, joking this was around a friendly
1: belt. But Major is just like, dude. As long as you like keep thinking that you're big and strong, I can just take advantage of that any day of the week. Um. She walks out and you get a shot of her, like, flexing her fingers on her hand gently. And, like, it's it's very clear that she is she likes this body that she has. It's kind of a callback yeah. to the thing she talked about with the doll in the first yeah, re- episode. I Especially because really like- she puts the watch back on right before that.
3: Yeah, I really like this shot because, like, after she puts the watch on, like, it shows her hand and, like, she makes all of her fingers move, like, really mechanically, like, very fast and with precision. And then, like, it kind of, like, turns her hand over and it looks very natural. So. yeah kind of nice duality there
1: yep all right oh boy and now it's time because we have a complex episode coming
2: <laughs> oh so yeah. yeah this one uh i, I figure the thing y'all to do... like
1: y'all like
0: text dumps because yeah. this is just a text dump <laughs> so in, like, in anime form I, I
2: did take detailed notes but frankly uh i don't know what i'm doing when it comes to them and they're a mess Uh so I figured, like, I'll give sort of the brief summary, and then Kira uh, did some more notes. Having actually seen the series, yeah. might know what we want to.
3: Yeah, maybe focus about twenty like, percent of this is actually kind of important. Most of it's a bit of recap and contextualization.
0: I was gonna say the big thing up front is this is an episode about recapping the Laughing Man one, and um, that's really gonna be the that that's the crux of the episode. So if you for some reason. Um, didn't uh listen to that where we talked about the laughing man content earlier uh d- do that or watch that episode again because that's gonna be like 80 yeah like Kuo said like 80 percent of
3: this yeah. or so. yeah. it, it, from a meta like uh, from an aside i actually do like this episode even though it is like 80 percent of people sitting around in vr chat talking to each other but i mean like from You you watch, like, a lot of, like, sci-fi series, and they try to portray what the internet's like, and you see, like, Johnny Mnemonic shit of, like, people flying around in cyberspace. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like, the one constant I think the internet has always had 20 years ago now and 20 years from today will be chat rooms. People are always going to be talking to each other. And this just just seems like something that would happen. to some extent, this is just VR chat. Yeah. Like, this is just, like,
0: like VR chat exists, and that's what this is. Like, VR chat didn't exist when this was made. Yeah. But... They absolutely called 100% with VR. I I am willing to bet someone has recreated this room in VR chat. Oh, absolutely.
1: And seen multiple times, for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, like,
3: even if it isn't VR chat per se, it's an IRC chat room. They're just talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But yeah, this is uh, episode nine. Ty's going to enjoy having another laughing man count.
3: (laughs) Three. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So yeah, kind of just a, a brief summary and set up. Um, vast majority of this episode takes place in a, in a big virtual chat room. Uh, this is Laughing Man fans and theorists have all come together to sort of discuss uh, the events of the recent events of the Laughing Man and like the prior events.
1: There's a ton of lurkers and there's a few people who are yes. actually willing the, the, to talk about this. There's one
2: main round table. There's a bunch of people in the background, but the main there are just there are six people. Um, and around this table, there's a lady with glasses, uh, there's a flippant guy in a red shirt, there's a bit of an idiot who starts out with the Laughing Man logo, uh, on his face, We get rid of that later on, uh, there's a depressed guy who's sweating a lot, um, That's me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, uh, the fifth guy is, uh, he's mostly quiet, he's in white, and he's voiced by Ty from Digimon, so that's what I called him throughout yeah, all my notes. Yeah,
0: he's the Space so I'm sorry, Ty Tuesday.
2: <laughs> it's
0: fine no I, people don't know I'm named after no that's not true I'm not going to start that
2: <laughs> um, and the sixth person uh, is actually the major in disguise I love
3: her fucking pink hair anime avatar yeah.
1: <laughs> that is my runescape right there like,
3: it looks like something out of like star ocean
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> it's <just> literally <laughs> star ocean
2: she is <laughs> so, I saw just a, a roundtable discussion on the Laughing Man, the various incidents. Uh, most of it is sort of old information. There's some new stuff, some new newscasts we haven't seen, a little bit of like new info, and there's a little bit of intrigue in there. Uh, the sort of major plot point is that uh, the Major does get some evidence from the depressed guy. Um, it's parts of the barrier that she was attacked by. Uh, in the Laughing Man episode, um, and then the the guy in white tie. Also, tar- he had
0: uh, he had hacked into the yes. cameras at the event, like when the event when the assassination event was taking place, and like actually saw it, which the major was quite surprised by that anyone else was in there, basically. Yeah, yeah, so if
3: you remember back during to the actual assassination attempt on the superintendent general, when she dove into that guy's barrier and like her little collar thing exploded, she made an offhanded comment saying, like, someone was in there with me. That was the quiet guy who gives like up some of this information during this episode. Right. So towards the end of the mm-hmm. episode, she has kind of like a one-on-one chat with him where he kind of admits, yes, that was him. Also, he has some of the barrier. And he mm-hmm. gives her that piece of the barrier. And so she thanks him in her own way by saying, Hey, listen, that's cool. Thanks. Uh, don't get too deep into this because you'll d- end up dead.
1: You yes. will be shot. Yeah. Shot. And he,
2: he's like, Okay, I'm out. And then. Yeah, he,
3: he logs off and burns that hard yes. drive. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the major kind of reveals she knows a bit. And Ooh, Ty is like, Oh, yeah, good job. But, and then like Shadow Realms her. And it's very strange, <laughs> Yes, it is literally <laughs>
1: that
0: vine. Yeah. <laughs> like, he... Like he puts his, like he's pointing at her and he's just like, You got it. And his finger just like extends out towards her. And again, it's this great vine of a guy just going, Fuck yeah, cheers, bro. And then clinking a beer. And then it just zooms out and the (laughs) hand keeps extending with the beer forward. (laughs) If you haven't seen that vine, I'm going to need
1: to go find it and post it on the Twitter.
0: Because it's so good. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So, so like, yeah. yeah, this guy is clearly like working with a laughing man. She like tries to follow him um and he's like oh but i want to i want to do some more but then he vanishes and yeah
3: they give you an idea of the visual here it's weird because like he shadow bans her to this like weird book room maze and she's looking around and you can hear him pleading with somebody like off camera saying oh i want to stay online more i want to stay here and so she chases after him and like when she rounds the corner instead of seeing his like original avatar get up there is a get up of a person looking at her with the laughing man like the blue coat and like a hat that he had during the news conference
1: first video
3: yeah also we should make a note real quick before we go back uh, and talk about things the end of the episode we cut out of uh, we cut out of cyberspace to the major driving a car and Bato telling her something and she's like sorry I wasn't listening and then he gets totally pissed that she was like net diving while driving her in some (laughs) place
1: don't net dive and drive folks (laughs)
3: <laughs> very catchy slogan
0: <laughs> and then she just replies with oh, I, I could drive in i mean in my sleep when we're in this part of town and bato is just like well fuck you i'm not telling you my story again he's <laughs> yeah, really bad. like
3: indigent and angry about <laughs> he's it he's
1: so mad it
2: is, yeah mostly the episode is these uh six people it's mostly um the first four the the guy in white tie he's like He's very quiet, and of course, uh, Major only interjects every so often. So it's like the four of them basically arguing over their point of view of the Laughing Man. It's a very
3: IRC argument is. where yes, like everybody like... drops their prepositions after like the first fucking sentence, and no one remembers what anyone just said.
1: Yes, <laughs> it, it's really well portrayed too because it's like they're all definitely coming from very different angles, and they talk about what drew them into the Laughing Man case, like. One of them's basically like, he was the hero of the people, whereas another one is clearly like some fucking dingus teen being <laughs> yeah. like, yo, the laughing man is so cool, because he's I like
2: ju- I just called super him, cool hacking shit. I called him the idiot throughout my notes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. They... <laughs> They misuse the word cool so many <laughs> yes. times in it's this so episode. Funny. Oh. So cool, I, Especially when, like, the older guy, like, the guy who's clearly, like, an actual hacker and is probably invested into this from, like, that angle. The one who, again, communicated with the major and was also in there. And he's just like, I don't think it was uh, cool when... Uh, he tried to assassinate someone and everyone's like no that was cool like it's just it's hard to explain but they just use the word cool incorrectly no less than 10 times it's very bizarre yeah I, i do
3: like the like not stereotypes but like the archetypes of some of the people in this room because there's like the one guy who like says he has all these cool sources and it's obviously just this kid trying to play up how cool and important he is in the chat room. Yep. There's another person just like naysaying saying everything's stupid and you're not he's, thinking properly.
2: He's so flippant. He, he he's just there to like shit on everyone else.
1: If you have ever hung out in any online community you have yeah. met all of these people. Yeah. They
2: Especially may the, like other the things. earnest lady who really just wants to talk about. Want
1: <laughs> <laughs> a civil mess. discussion. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Uh, reading through the notes here, there is one other thing that's kind of plot relevant. Um, the quiet guy, he brings, like, he doesn't speak too often, but when he does, he actually has, like, important info. When one of them is him talking about how he was there in the CCTVs when the assassination attempt went down. And that's how the major figures that out. Um, but the second time he talks about, like, after that whole assassination attempt occurred, he went net diving and found this uh, server that Nanao A set up.
1: Yeah, they they now basically of- had an AWS uh, server that he didn't set up properly, <laughs> and it was just open Elasticsearch.
3: Yeah, so um, he said that on this server, there were a bunch of simulated plans for blackmailing, like nanomachine companies and food court companies using delayed uh, modular action viruses like the superintendent thing but that there wasn't any plan for assassinating the superintendent there. And so, like, one of the chat discussions they have is, like, why was that? Like, he was so meticulous about setting up these scenarios and seeing what would happen, but he didn't actually have one ready for the superintendent assassination. For
1: the thing that actually happened. Yeah.
3: And so they were wondering maybe he was a copycat then.
1: Yeah, they go really back and forth as to whether he actually was the laughing man and, like, all the cops tell us that he is, but that's ridiculous kind of stuff.
0: The two major points that keep getting brought back are, who is the quiet man? Was the quiet man actually, or the quiet man? God, sorry, the laughing oh, man. No. I I didn't want to r- drive up the count, and I accidentally referenced the worst one of the worst games I've ever played. What like jump over um, a bald guy. So they I said parkour. Uh, they um. Uh, what should I say? Uh, you were wondering if the laughing man the was the one was person
3: it? or multiple people.
0: Oh, more multiple people. Yeah. Yeah. That was like the other major thing they keep coming back to is, yeah, is it one person or multiple people? And that is 90% of the discussion. Yes.
3: Yeah. The reason they talk about this is because they're wondering like the different crimes that the laughing man, like everybody agrees that the original real laughing man was the one who did the uh, kidnap the Serrano guy and then brought him onto that new show.
1: The platonic ideal of the laughing man. Yeah.
3: But then afterwards, all of the stock manipulation and all the blackmailing of, like, the nanomachine companies, that doesn't fit the same MO, it seems. So they thought that maybe those were copycats or then maybe there are multiple people in a group using the success of the first guy to, you know, do the whatever from the second.
0: And the quiet guy who actually knows shit uh, repeatedly was bringing up, like, why do you think his major thing was like corporate espionage or like, you know, like why do you think that's his major dr- motivation? Like that doesn't make sense. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Why, why are you all assuming that <laughs> just like kind of over and over? Yeah.
1: It's, it's really like they get a lot of information out using these weird quirky personalities we've never seen before, which I definitely thought was interesting. Um, One thing that I thought was really funny in like a meta kind of way was uh? Whenever the kid, the the idiot kid, talks about having a source on this, the the flippant guy goes like, "Oh, you got a sour on it, like <laughs> a sauce in the dub." Yeah. And like, it's clearly we're doing a source sauce joke, but like, I, I did
2: I, a pun on it at
1: some point. It's like, yeah, it, what kind of yeah. sauce? Like oyster soy sauce, sauce, soy sauce. Like, and that's
3: a weird localization.
1: <laughs> but at like, the same I- time, it is kind of funny to think about because like. In 4chan and Reddit, like, probably a few years after this, like, at least five or so, like, that is kind of just what people say now. Like, when you're asking for the source for shit on Reddit, you do just say sauce. So, like, I'm sure that was around back then, but Mm -hmm. it is is really interesting to see them kind of, like, call that shit with something really weird.
3: It's one of those localizations that, like, uh, they kind of assume that since you're watching this very nerdy sci-fi anime, that you'll probably have some sort of association with online communities like that.
1: Well, it is that, but it's also, like, he, the voice actor is clearly saying it in a way that he thinks you might not immediately understand the joke. Yeah, he's like, sours. Sours. (laughs) Whereas I feel like if this was done today, you would just get, like, source sauce it would kind of just be assumed so like it, yeah. it sort of feels almost like an archaeological record of mimetic language that has existed online and i thought Mate, that was really interesting he's just
0: australian and he says things like oh no he keeps saying stars, <laughs> like, oh,
1: stars.
0: yeah that thing australians do right Constantly. Mark? <laughs> uh, gesticulates uh, at the audience <laughs> is that a thing awesome hello is-
3: I also like uh kind of from a meta aspect that this episode gets a lot of information about the backside. I mean, most of it's a recap, but like some of the stuff they show about like how the general like population kind of co adapted the logo for the laughing man, like in just a general day to day thing. Like this comes out as not really exposition, but more of kind of discussion between people. So it's better than like Shit you the talk major about lo- on
1: Discord, basically. Yeah, it's better
3: than the major just looking at the camera and telling us the audience what is happening, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I definitely would have enjoyed this episode more if I wasn't trying to write notes on it. The
1: <laughs> one taking notes, yeah. Important thing.
2: I, I know. I halfway through the episode, I just had to stop because I, I, I did just stop being able to understand words. Like four lines happened, and I just, I did not like. They just went right out of my brain. I was like, "What the hell did they just say?"
1: <laughs> I don't know. Especially because since we haven't actually seen the episodes, we don't actually know what of this support of this information yeah. is actually important. So
3: another interesting thing the uh, showed I don't know if you caught up on it but they show um, there's like a PowerPoint presentation the one guy gives at the beginning of the episode that shows that news report that we've seen before yeah um, if you notice the uh, news report had more logos over stuff than the original one they saw when I yeah. think the chief presented a while back and they were talking about how like rumor says like you know it was changed later after the event yep. and like how I guess even digital digital information can't be considered a trustworthy stuff because it's so easily changed.
1: Yeah, it it is really interesting because it was Makoto's memories of the original incident.
3: Yes, that's one of was things.
1: So it was an unadulterated thing that we, the audience, have already seen. But this kind of introduces the idea that it's like the generally available recording here is this like, you know, laughing man symbol, laughing man symbol. It's here, it's here. And he hacked that. And like they do specifically say like, yeah, that is the version that we all know. They say it might have been changed, but this, you know, this is all we have for it. Even though we are Laughing Man super fanatics. They
2: also use it as, like, proof that it was really well planned. Because look, he hacked into this weather channel before, like, even the thing. And it's like, well, actually it was hacked after, so... It's
1: clear that even these super fan people don't actually know the story, like, to the level that we, the viewer, have already been given by the story, which is kind of an interesting concept.
3: It's also weird. It's interesting because like the Major obviously went back and checked her own external memory in that one episode. It's like, yep. well, was that original, did that memory that she viewed the original one too, or did she have misconceptions about what actually went on as well? Yeah, everything is
1: kind of thrown into question with yeah. that. Uh,
3: yeah, I guess I won't say anything else because there's spoilers involved, <laughs> but yeah. They bring this up again and it's interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely does a lot of things, although it is also definitely a slow burn. I feel like watching it after you've seen the whole show will probably have like a lot more breadcrumbs and things like bit, yeah. oh they were doing this kind of thing and i i'm probably going to do that once we finish the uh the season
3: also as an aside um during some of like the interstitial shots they have of just people doing stuff with laughing man related like iconography iconograph i can't even say that word when they show them <laughs> with the logo itself yes thank you
1: um
3: <laughs> no problem <laughs> <laughs> they uh, have like these weird shots of people doing stuff, like there's a rock concert in one of them, and there's also like this weird kung fu TV show where the laughing man has like, uh, like there's a laughing man mask on this dude, and he's beating up one of those Chinese zombie things. It's somebody had fun drawing that on the uh, art team. Yeah, the Chinese say.
1: vampire that like jumps away, hops away uh, as it tr- as the laughing man sentai tries to kick him. It's great. <laughs>
3: So yeah, I guess uh, next time we will continue on with our laughing Man discussion if you want to come back to the chat
1: room.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I that's the real problem with this episode. That, it's basically way. just this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: like... <sighs> we should yeah, distribute this podcast as like fault. an IRC chat log. <laughs> just text yes. the speech all this.
0: <laughs> what were you saying earlier? It could all be in Microsoft Comic... <laughs> Whatever.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, the Microsoft uh, comic maker.
1: Yeah, Jerktown. I, I, I do you
2: think it <laughs> suffers from. <laughs> From being a lot of discussion, especially the first half of it, that we already know.
1: Yeah, there's like crumbs throughout the whole thing, but you do kind of have to go through stuff that's like, yes, we did cover this. Is he a
2: person? Is he a group? Is he even real? Were the two events related? Is is the laughing man who died not the real one? It's like, well, we know he's not the real one because we saw him getting shot.
3: I mean, I guess so, plot wise, it really doesn't push it too far ahead. I mean, aside from the stuff yeah. the major talked about that guy with, but it yeah. does give like a lot of, I don't yeah. know, just world building character
2: to, it. to Yes, it. It, it, it's, it's you know. a good bit of intrigue. Like, I like that there, there are people who are talking about this in the world, but there, it's definitely an awful lot of uh, Recap. same info. <laughs> yeah.
1: If, if you've ever tried to read old chat logs and weren't, you know, a part of them, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a lot like that where mm. if you weren't there in the moment it might not uh, appeal to you quite as much as it did to those people who were
3: well, bash.org still can popular
0: say, fair I work out you know every other day four times a week well anyway <laughs> this has been uh, Podcast of the Galactic Heroes uh, thanks for hanging out everybody uh, we're going to go ahead and do episodes 10, 11, 12 next time That's great. Mm-hmm. yeah and, uh, till next time, uh, space anime.
1: Space anime.